Wake up world. You are now tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I'm your host, Devon Pouncey. We're here in uh, downtown Portland at the Pac West Center, which is also the home of 1029 and 750 The Game Sports Radio Station. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes at Wake Up and Win with Devon Pouncey. Well, it ain't at because this ain't a social media tag, right? Yeah, it's not. not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're doing You right know now. what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> Wake Up and Win with Devon Pouncey. <laughs> there you go. You got, uh, subscribe you got, there on iTunes. You got Rodney in here today. I do got Rodney. I was about to get to that part. You I was going to get to it? Yeah, man. I'm just trying to do a little bit of promo first, man. I, I was trying to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Rodney in here today, and uh, yeah, we chilling, we kicking it, laying low in the studio. I need my own little like saying when I come on. You know, you got that wake up, wake up world. Well, make we'll make one up. I ain't gonna do it right now. Oh, how we'll you gonna say out. you want to sing, but you you supposed I, to come it, off the top with it? Cause that was on top of my brain. I just wanted to get <laughs> off my chest. <laughs> well, yeah. Anywho, like I said, we got Rodney in the building today, and. Uh, let me get back to finishing my promo because we also are on SoundCloud. Wake up and wear with Devon Pouncey is on SoundCloud too. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're on SoundCloud too. Wake up and wear with Devon Pouncey. Y'all know we all, well, we're not all fun and jokes when we come into the studio, but we do know how to have a little bit fun, uh, fun when we come in here. But uh, yeah, so we got a few topics we're going to hit y'all with today. Uh, it was an article that Dave Zirin came out with. Uh, in reference to this Colin Kaepernick protest rally that's going to be going down uh, August 23rd at the new at the NFL uh, headquarters in New York. So uh, we're going to kind of break that down a little bit. We're going to get into a little bit of Zebo. Zebo. Zebo out here slanging. So slanging and dime bags. <laughs> Zebo slanging. <laughs> so we're going to get into a little bit of what Zebo got going on. But to start. We're going to start with the 50 greatest black athletes list that just recently came out. This list came out uh, on the Undefeated, uh, which is a site that I respect a whole lot. I actually like that site a lot. I, I go read a lot of this stuff. They're good with uh, intersecting sports, politics and culture, which is what we do right here on the Wake Up and Win podcast. So I go sometimes, even if it's to get sources or even not to get sources, I just like to go there and read sometimes because there's some good stuff on the undefeated. But I got a few bones to pick with this uh, this few. list they got. It's a, a few. few, yeah. It's a few things that's a little bit off when it comes to this list. And um, first things first, I'm gonna start off with people who I think should have made the list that didn't make the list. Okay. Uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, definitely, definitely. Let's, I want to just start off with why do you think Tiger Woods didn't make the 50 greatest uh, list I'm, of I'm, black athletes? I, I got, it's only one thing to say. <laughs> How many black golfers do you know? But that's why he should have made it. That's what that, exactly, that's what I'm but saying. Because how, how many can we name that were great too? If we are going to name, man, it? forget how many black golfers. How many golfers do you know? Golf wouldn't even be what it was right. had it not been for Tiger. Tiger Woods is the only athlete. Name another athlete or even a black athlete that has the video game that's named after them instead of the league. Tiger Woods video, like PGA's video games was named after Tiger Woods. Right, it wasn't right. named after the PGA. You got the NBA, you think of LeBron James, you think of Michael Jordan, you think it's not Michael Jordan live or Michael Jordan 2K. It's NBA 2K. You might see him on a cover. Right, right. Man, Tiger Woods had a video game that was, it was not PGA. It was the Tiger, it, the video game was literally named after Tiger Woods, which tells me he was bigger than the league. 
Right. And so how does he not make this list? Probably because he had like 18 wives or 18 women. He probably got, he got beat up by a woman too. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Tyler, yeah, we we talking about Zebo slanging. Tiger was the one that was slanging. Slanging too. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about slanging. But I still think, I mean, regardless, you know, everybody, uh, has their own personal issues. And I know it's different categories um, when it comes to – it's the same athletes. It, it seems to be like it's the same athletes, but it's different categories. You had an overall rating category. Right. You had the dominance rating. You had the impact on society, and you had inspiration. Right, right. And I think Tiger Woods – I mean, and golf, if you even look at golf right now, golf is like literally a dying sport. It like is. ever since Tiger Woods hasn't been playing golf, has it even mattered? It hasn't hit no high news. Like you haven't heard about it. Like, you haven't. It's it, golf. Yeah, it's golf. And he got more money probably than every athlete on this list. Oh too. yeah, oh yeah. Maybe Michael might be. Nah, Tiger Woods got more money than Michael Jordan. You think so? I think so. Tiger. I, man, I think they were talking about Michael Jordan might be a billionaire. Well, if Tiger wouldn't have got a divorce, then he probably would be definitely a billionaire. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know I don't know his financial situation after the divorce because I know his wife got a whole lot of money out of that, but I'm pretty sure he's still at least half a billionaire. I mean, I just showed that what can happen off the field, it really affects your playing because he has been terrible since then. Yeah, but I think he was I think he was also over with by then. Like right, he, he was wasn't all, in his prime yeah, when he it was happened. out of his prime already and then that just added fuel to the fire. Yeah, but I think for the fact that Tiger Woods didn't make a list of 50 greatest athletes out. Like Tiger, man, Ty, Nike, do you remember how big Nike Tiger was the biggest thing to come out of I think even still today, even with LeBron James having a lifetime Nike contract. I think Tiger was the biggest athlete to ever sign with Nike. Right, yeah. Like, there was not a more popular name because, like you said, for one, he was black playing golf, which means that majority of his fan base and majority of the people that watched golf was white because it was a majority white sport. Uh But being that he was black, people like me, you, and everybody else that's black was watching uh, was watching golf because of right. Tiger. Even if we wasn't watching it, we we knew about golf, and golf was of somewhat of an interest because Tiger Woods was a black man, and he was literally running the sport. Yeah, he kind of made golf in style. He gave so, golf a little identity, swag a little bit. Yeah, and like I said, he gave Nike. Nike golf is big because of Tiger Woods, right, not because right. of the sport of golf. And that's why I said, like, if you got somebody who got a whole video game, I don't know another athlete out NASCAR. Is it any NASCAR? No. I can't think of any. It's no other athletes that you could think of that has a video game named no. after it. I mean, I mean Madden, but he was a he was yeah. That's, that's different though. That's a lot different. Yes, yeah, you're right though. I mean, but but he was he, he was, was a coach. Active. He, he was I mean, active at the time when the video game came out. Tiger was still playing. He was he, still playing. Right. Madden was long done. His right. whole as far as coaching and all of that was he was done. He was already retired. And so, yeah, it's a little different. But. but even still, regardless, you can say Madden all you want to, but Madden ain't black. Madden ain't black either. Tiger, Tiger is black. So, I mean, like I said, he it was so much about Tiger. I, and I'm going to bring out a kind of big word, but it was something that I studied. Tiger was what you call a polysemic athlete. You ever heard of polysemic before? See, bro. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't trip. I said it on the radio show before. My co-host and I mean he's talented. Justin Myers. He he's a real talented dude. But even on the show, I'm like I, I brought you know I gotta you gotta have something up your sleeve from time to time. Yeah, and, yeah. pull your ti and out. I, yeah, and I, I mentioned a polysemic athlete, but basically all it means in short form is that he was an athlete of multiple meanings. So okay. it's it so he basically. Uh, he was big branding wise. He was big because he was a black man in golf. Um, another, he was big because he had a white wife. Right. And he had right. the, you know what I mean? He he had the uh, multi coach, multi ethnic kind of a family. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the yeah. perfect family. You got a black man and a white wife with the two mixed kids. And, and that's not always a good thing, but I'm just saying that's was, that was his reality. Uh-huh. It made him look good as yeah. far as his image was concerned, especially playing in a predominantly white sport. So it was just so many things that Tiger um, was kind of symbolized for, but obviously it was all wrapped into him being Tiger Woods. And then now, unfortunately, he's known for having 18 women <laughs> you, you can do a million good things but the moment you mess up that's that's what people focus yeah, on but 18 women no that's a 18, whole lot of yeah. messing up that's a lot I mean, of me- i'm trying to help yeah yeah that's a lot of messing up though that's probably why they didn't put him on this list but even still the fact that he didn't make this list and i got I mean, somebody else too bro we go who how does kobe bryant yeah that's not crazy. make this list yeah that's crazy you got, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at the list right now, and I, Larry Fitzgerald made the list. Steph Curry Le- made the list. No, nah, he deserved to make the list. Oh, though. but Kobe not there. Yeah, but I'm Larry not- Fitzgerald. But I mean, I think I agree that Kobe should have made the list over Steph Curry, a hundred percent. But I also think Steph Curry, although some people may not necessarily <laughs> respect it because he's hot and he's popping right now. Right. And you feel me? It, it usually is somebody who's retired that would make this list, this list in most cases. But obviously LeBron is LeBron. He's got to make the list. Right. Yeah. Um, and not even, and not even necessarily retired. Like in his, like Steph is early in his prime kind of still. In That's what my problem was. I, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying that it's kind of early in his career to be been put on the greatest of all time list when he's only been in the league for about I don't know though man Steph I mean if you look at what Steph has done like Steph has literally changed the game of basketball which would I would be I would consider basketball to be the most popular black sport is it so we're talking it? about black athletes right, right. and ba- he changed the most popular black sport he and did. He so did. I would I don't know I think Steph deserved to be on the list I do think Kobe is ahead of him yeah, that, that's kind of what I was getting at. I think Kobe and LeBron should be ahead of Steph Curry. Because if people don't know, yeah, Steph Curry is ahead of LeBron on the list. Yeah, that's pretty high. On the overall on the overall ratings, he is. But, like, you got you who, Ernie Banks. You got Ernie Banks on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who Ernie Banks is? Not at all. <laughs> Me neither. So, <laughs> so, I should know all 50 players on the list. And now, mind you, I'm I'm looking at a picture of Ernie Banks. I guess he was an old school baseball player. He, he played back. Old. He played back in the Negro Leagues. I'm 24 years old. I don't know. If it wasn't Jackie Robinson, I don't know too much about yeah. the Negro Leagues. And Jackie Robinson is on the list, deservingly so. But Ernie Banks, George Foreman. I know him more for cooking and, and having a George. <laughs> I got a grill out the house. <laughs> Me too. I, I just got a George Foreman as a gift. And I know he was a good boxer. Like, but, I get it. But I get yeah, it. I get what you're saying, like, man. Like, I know he was a good boxer, but all I know him for is being a big old chef. I mean, I know he fought Muhammad Ali and all that. Like, I get it. I, 
I'm not saying he may not deserve to be on the list, but I don't think he deserves to be on the list. They and, should break the list in two different eras, bro. Because, like, it's an nah, era. I don't think they should do that. You I don't think, think that's, so? Yeah, I think that's that's letting them. We wouldn't be able to talk about it like this if they broke it off in two different eras. I think it that's should true. be how yeah, it is. You're right. You're I right. Think, and, I mean, like, I, I don't like, like, it's what I think makes it even more intriguing and interesting is that me and you might look at the list 100% different from the way our parents or our grandparents right. might look yeah, at the list. Yeah. And I think that's all a dope element of sports because you can see how it changes over time. You got people who actually lived back in those eras mm-hmm. who really grew up on those eras. So what they saw and what they were raised on is kind of instilled in them. And what we're seeing and what we're being raised on right now is kind of instilled in us. It's like when you hear these athletes all the time talking about um, – the new era of basketball or these right, new age right. athletes being soft and all that. We don't look at it that way, but they mm-hmm. do. But yeah. that's because they grew up playing a different kind of way. They grew up in a different era. Rules were a little bit different. I mean, the times were different. It wasn't no social media. Guys are real skilled today, but we're friends because all we got to do is go on Instagram and we think we know a person. Right. So, yeah. so with all that being said, like I think it's interesting to see how these different eras kind of line up with each other because we might our parents or our grandparents might know who Ernie Banks is I don't I have no idea I don't, Never and that's heard no of disrespect him. to him but yeah I just not just I don't know but I don't know Bo Jackson is on there I'm and then even like I said even with um who was that? the the cook the, George Foreman Floyd Mayweather. He's a cook, man. <laughs> I mean, I know he boxed. Like I said, I, I mean, I know he was a boxer, but George Foreman, I'm sorry, George Foreman is not one of the 50 greatest athletes of all time. I don't care what era you grew up in. He is, he makes good burgers. He, he's more known, to our generation, he's more known for making burgers and cooking in the commercials we used to see back in the day. Right, right. Rather than boxing. I it's, mean, like. It's probably some people out there that didn't even know he used to box. But exactly. My point exactly. <laughs> Therefore, he shouldn't be on the list. And Floyd Mayweather should definitely be on the list. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I understand. I think some people, when it came to this list, they took a part of what the person do offside of what they do as far as sports right they might not like floyd as a person but you got to respect him yeah indeed he's a great and then it's interesting they got um pele definitely deserves to be on the list but is pele black i don't man when i was i was just reading up on him he's from brazil yeah it's it's pele black he got a kind of a hispanic name um I don't know I don't, if he is he black. He got the accent on his name. <laughs> is he black? I don't. He from he's from Brazil. I'm still blown that Larry Fitzgerald is on this list. Yeah, I can't how did believe. he sneak I, on the list? Because he I, snuck on the list. Because they put him up there. What forty seven? He snuck on the list. But why is he on the list? Do we even got a rent a Super Bowl? No, he don't got he a Super Bowl. No, I don't think he no, got it. No, he's been. He Even went if that he year. did have a Super Bowl, he don't deserve to be yeah, on this he, list. He don't deserve to be on this list. That's crazy. Next That's to crazy. Tim Duncan. What? I see Ken Griffey Jr. on the list. I can respect that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The Williams sisters, I can respect that. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, of, of course. I can respect Magic being on the list. Um, impact on society it's, You know what interests me On the impact of soci- on society Of all the athletes The first um, Three athletes are all baseball players 
Jackie Robinson, who I think had the biggest impact of right. all of these athletes, yeah, yeah. rightfully so. But Willie Mays and Hank Aaron, those are the, when it comes to impact on society, those are the biggest three. Michael Jordan, now Michael Jordan, see, here's my thing with Michael Jordan. Like, Michael Jordan definitely has a huge impact on society. Everybody does, wearing his does. shoes. I may not necessarily like his impact on society, but he definitely has a huge impact on society if we're talking in totality. But uh, Jesse Owens has definitely got a huge, that's number five. Simone Biles and Gabby Douglas, they, they, they I don't know if they got more of an impact than Muhammad Ali. No, no, they They're, don't. They, and they, I don't know. I don't know if I like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being down at number sixteen. Mm-mm. Does Kareem got more of an impact on society than Magic Johnson? No, no. no? I think Magic Johnson has a, a huge impact because I mean, how many celebrities can you really name that's out there openly with AIDS? <laughs> And still, you know, he still that's his biggest impact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it out there. <laughs> out there. Oh wow. I keep going. I, I gotta hear I the mean, rest of it. I mean, for him to still be able to do what he's doing and 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 be relevant and own all these different things. I, know, I mean, I know money talks, of course, but he still is 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 a positive figure out there, in which he's not he wouldn't be because he has it, but the first to come out. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Larry Fitzgerald is more inspirational than Derek Jeter or LeBron James. Wow. Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I'm. I'm tired. I don't even know how he. Like what? What? What about Larry Fitzgerald? Does he have a good story or something? I don't know. I, he must have been I, homeless. I should one. know it if he does. He must have been homeless or something. Nah, that don't matter, bro. Like, where's that, the inspiration at though? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I should know because he's actually my generation. Like, there's Honestly, names up here that aren't my generation. Even when they bring up greatest football players, he doesn't pop in my head. Oh, absolutely not. I, Jerry Rice, I believe, is on the list, though. So. Yeah, Jerry Rice deserves to be on the list. Oh, yeah, by a long. Greatest receiver of all Might be the greatest football player of all time. I've seen a few lists of greatest NFL players. He's top number one on a few of them. So so let's 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 get back to the athletes that didn't make the list that we think we should have that we think should have. We said Kobe, we said Tiger, Woods, Tiger, we said Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Who else? Who else should have made the list that didn't make it? Cause I mean, I'm Shaq is on there, right? Shaq is on there. He got to be on. Shaq's there. on the list. Um, Hank Aaron deserved to be on there. Satchel Paige deserves to. Gail Sayers, Emmitt Smith, they all deserve to be on there. We Bo missed Jackson, somebody for sure. Wilt Chamberlain, David, Wilt Chamberlain, how many, how many, I, Wilt Chamberlain, you talk about another slanger. <laughs> well, how many women they say? Like 20,000. 20,000. They said Wilt Chamberlain been with 20,000, and this, and I don't even want to get too deep into it, because we're not a woman bashful podcast, Yeah, but, no, no. but, but slanging seems to have been a theme today. We got Zebo, who we're going to get to a little bit later on, that slanging <laughs> weed. We got Tiger Woods didn't make the list probably because he was slanging. But, but he was slanging but that if, wood. But, but if Tiger Woods, <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but my thing is, if Tiger Woods had 18 women and this dude had 20,000, why is he on the list over t- uh, Tiger Woods? Because he scored 100 points in a game? He gotta be. That's what I'm. So it's it's a lot of but it's a lot of mixing. Twenty thousand women. Twenty thousand women. I'm. I don't. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> I, 
I'm trying to really think, to think how many years is it? If you had <laughs> he was doing like twice two. Remember, girls a day. too short. Too short made a song. Too too short made a song, and he. he I'm not gonna get too explicit with it. Yeah, I, yeah. If I sit here and quote too short, then yeah, it's out of there. But I'm not gonna <laughs> quote him word for word. But basically, he was saying that he had nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine women. And he base, and then he said, "I'm on you, Wilt. Like I'm, I'm about to catch you, Wilt." Which means Wilt had twenty thousand women. What hey, if he had twenty thousand women? He's forgetting about some women. Of course, he's forgetting. So, he don't remember. <laughs> he don't remember two percent of all them women. So he probably he up yeah. There I don't it. know. Yeah, yeah that's a, yeah. That's crazy. Whew. But he made it, and Tiger didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, Will maybe not have been married, but but. Man, that's 20, the factor, I think. He was single. That's the big thing. If you're single, you can do whatever you want with your but, body. But 20,000? That's to, a lot. It's a lot, That's man. like two, three girls a day. It got to be. Two, three a day. Man, that's more than two, three a day. Like five. Man, I don't that's, know how he do it. How do he do it? <laughs> he got the juice. I'll tell you oh, that yeah, much. He, was, he got a 100-point game. And he, 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 man. So, yeah, like I said, the Williams sisters. I don't know, man. I just think that Ken Griffey Jr., I'm glad he made it. Roberto Clemente, I'm glad. A lot of people don't know Roberto Clemente. And the reason why I kind of know who Roberto Clemente is a lot is because I grew up playing baseball. And I remember my, my travel baseball coach back in the day, Rob Houston, uh, that was his favorite player growing up. And I remember, like, we used to be like, man, who is Roberto Clemente? But right. he used to talk so much about him that I kind of looked him up and got into him. And even in talking to, like, my dad and him, like, they say Roberto was just a dope baseball player. So for me, I still don't know if he should have made this list, especially over some of the people that we've already named. But I do have kind of a recollection of how good he was based on what I heard from my former baseball coaches and my parents and some of the OGs. So I can respect the fact that Roberto Clemente is on there. Um, Reggie Jackson deserves to be on there. Carl Lewis deserves to be on Michael Johnson deserves to be on there. A lot of people deserve it. That's on here. Definitely deserve it. I but. just want to know who didn't make it that should have made it. Derek Jeter probably could have been higher up. Yeah, he's pretty low. He's at 47. I mean, I even thought Tim Duncan was pretty low. Well, that's because Tim Duncan, like, you got to put Tim Duncan on there. but And Tim Duncan is probably probably the greatest power forward of all time. Right. But, like, what else? I mean, like, he's he so boring. boring. <laughs> like, he's boring. He's so, like, it's nothing about <laughs> Tim Duncan that makes you think about Tim Duncan outside of basketball. He is boring. He don't even get haircuts. Which, which, the problem with me saying that, like, I, I'm kind of hypocritical for saying that because we are talking about the 50 greatest athletes, and obviously he's a great athlete. But even still, it's like, I don't know. I feel like the <clears> rest <throat> of these athletes have some some kind of element that, Something that they put him out. I don't out. know what he, Tim Duncan do off, outside of the back. What is he doing right now? What you think Tim Duncan's laid up doing right now? Probably watching <laughs> TV or something. <laughs> Chilling at the house with his foot up, feet up. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. Tim Duncan goes to the barbershop and get a haircut and asks for no lineup. I mean, he crazy. Yeah, yeah. In a boring way. In a boring way. But he was dope, though. He was a dope he basketball big player. big fundamental. So I think the big three that we really kind of harped on that should have made this list it's and Floyd, the one yeah. that definitely shouldn't have made this list was Larry Fitzgerald. But Floyd should have made it. Um, 
Tiger definitely should have Tiger should have been top five, if you ask me. If we're talking about athletes, you know what I mean? Like Tiger, what he did for an entire sport and what he did for black athletes in general, and even you know, money talks. So we we'll, we can talk about his bank account, uh, bank account too. Right. As far as being an athlete and branding himself, like any athlete that's considered the greatest of all time in their sport, definitely should have. And they he's bar none the greatest of all time. Like there's right. other sports on here where you can argue who might have been the greatest of all time, right. whether they're black or white. Not just the greatest black player in their sport, but the greatest player overall regardless of race and in tiger woods case you ask any black white brown puerto rican or asian who the greatest golfer was of all time they're definitely going to say tiger woods right right so that's kind of just a little bit of our breakdown but i i respect the undefeated for trying and like i said i actually do like their website and i go and check them out and read a lot of their stuff but they had some flaws when it came to this list, right, but, you right, know, yeah. things happen. It's so, okay. So, so next we want to talk about this um, Colin Kaepernick situation, which mm. we're going to always talk about it, quite frankly, because it matters. And I know a lot of people are trying to find a way to get over it, but the reality is a lot of people also aren't over the fact that he's not on an NFL roster right now. Which is, yeah, that's kind of surprising to me. It's bad. It's sad. It's, it's very bad. Surprising. You know what I mean? And basically, so Dave Zirin um, of the nation, Dave Zirin is somebody who I really respect um, when it comes to athlete activism. And he he wrote an article called Activists Are Rallying for Colin Kaepernick, but aiming far higher than one man's career. And the basically the goal of this article was not just obviously you're defending Colin Kaepernick. They're having a rally at the NFL headquarters in New York um, in August, uh, August, where well, we are in August, but August 23rd to be exact. And basically what the kind of the goal or the message that I got from this article, at least, was that we don't want what happened to Colin Kaepernick to become a problem amongst all landscapes in workplaces. Right. Because obviously we're seeing this happen on the football field, but we don't want African-Americans, black people, anybody for that matter, to be afraid to speak out against social injustices and possibly not even, you know, have a job because of doing so. And I think that is what the ultimate message should have been. I think that's what the most important message is. I think a lot of the times people get caught up on the sports element. And I think, I think a lot of people have gotten caught up on the sports element. We love sports so much that it trumps, and I'm not talking about Donald, a <laughs> lot. It trumps a lot of um, reality and a lot of real and social issues. And I'm, and I'm, I'm one of those people. I mean, I'm a sports radio host, and I, I love what I do. But I know that there's a whole lot more important jobs out there than what it is. I mean, you got doctors, you got lawyers, you got people that say lives. Teachers. teachers, you know what I mean? Educators. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff, all of that stuff matters. But it's interesting to me because on, on my radio show yesterday, the Justin and Devon show on 102.9 The Game, uh, if you didn't know, now you know. Tune in Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Got to put my little, you feel oh, me? Shout out. Exactly. But even still, so on yesterday's radio show, it was pretty interesting because Josh Rosen, who's a quarterback for UCLA currently, he came out and he made a statement about school and football not mixing. 
And it was interesting because we kind of broke down. Obviously, we're here in the Portland and we're in the Oregon market. And uh, head coach Willie Taggart um, of the University of Oregon commented on it. Um, Troy Dye, who's the star defensive linebacker for University of Oregon's football team, has something to say about it. And Jim Mora, who is um, Josh Rosen's coach at UCLA, he has something to say about it. And it was pretty interesting because Josh Rosen straight up gave his take. Right. And Troy Dye, when he gave his take, Troy Dye pretty much said that he said that he agreed. And I'm I'm paraphrasing right now, but he agreed with the fact that school and football didn't mix. But he softened up his stance, in my opinion, because he said, but, you know, this is what we signed up for. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was interesting because he's the leader on the defense. He's the star player on that defense. Really good player. He knows that a lot of people look up to him. They're, They're interested in what it is that he has to say. But. I feel like had he been amongst other players and not been talking to the media, he would have been a lot more explicit in his stance that, you know what, football and school just don't mix. Right, right. And what showed me, what showed me that, well, the reason why I believe that I'm right is when you listen to what Willie Taggart had to say, and Willie Taggart is the coach at University of Oregon, a black coach, by the way, hasn't coached a game there yet. Um, he's got the hottest recruiting team in the nation this past offseason. Mm-hmm. He's done great things for the organization so far. <laughs> Obviously, all have been off the field until this season starts. But he's a black coach. He's he's so relatable to these players. I mean, like I said, it's obvious in how hot his recruiting uh, has been this offseason, being ranked like number one right, on some right. sites. On the most important recruiting sites out there, which is probably about four or five, he's in, t- he's in the top five in all of them. But – even just to get a little dig a little deeper into the type of person Willie Taggart is, he's a, one of those coaches that he says stuff on Twitter like keeping a hundred, like with the emoji. And right, yeah, you're not yeah. seeing that amongst a lot of college coaches. Nah, like there are a lot more. And I'm not even saying that he's not professional, but I just think he's relatable. Like he acts younger even on his social media. He's a little hip. He's, he's, a little hip. Hip. he's definitely yeah. hip. And I think that – a lot of players appreciate and respect that, and that's why they're willing to go play for Willie Taggart. But it was interesting because when it came down to what it was that Josh Rosen had to say, Troy Dye agreed with him pretty much spot on. Willie Taggart was like, man, you know, people have been doing this for a long time. You've got academic All-Americans, this, that, and the, word, the, and the third. And long story short, he didn't agree with what Josh Rosen had to say. And basically it's like, it's your choice. Either you're going to come out and do it or not. Jim Moore, who is Josh Rosen's coach, mm-hmm. didn't even defend Josh Rosen. Um, he was on the Dan Patrick show, didn't defend Josh Rosen and said, you know what? It's your choice if you want to come out here and either – play football and go to school or not. Right. And it was interesting because even somebody like Willie Taggart, who's making a whole lot of money, I think he's on like a five-year, $16 million contract. Yeah. When it came to attacking an industry that's paying him as well as he is being paid, mm-hmm. he had absolutely nothing to say <clears throat> in defense right. of what it was that Josh Rosen had to say. Jim Moore, I kind of expected it, but even still, one thing that him and Jim Moore can relate is they're two well-paid Division I coaches. Exactly. So it's just interesting. And then, like I said, in the case of Troy Dye, he softened his stance because it almost seemed as if he was scared 
to wholeheartedly express himself and how he felt. Although he agreed with Rosen, he made sure to back that up with, well, you know, this is kind of what we signed up for. But I also think it's like you got to be on one end or the other. But I think that is uh, it's a bigger it's bigger when it comes to athletes, because I don't think that. Um, Die is the only person that feels that way and he's also obviously not the only person that's not willing to fully come out about it and say like this is wrong definitely definitely. whether it's wrong or right but basically that it doesn't mix like flat out Rosen flat out said man this don't mix and that's mm-hmm. why he was the headline guy. That's why everybody is talking about Josh Rosen right now. Right, right. Nobody's really talking about Troy Dye, which I think they would be. I mean, if you look at even last year when Colin Kaepernick took his stance, you had guys like Brandon Marshall who ended up being big-name people because they supported Colin Kaepernick fully. Mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall started losing endorsements. He right. started did nothing wrong. <clears throat> Took a knee. He it's, was college teammates with Kaepernick, but he started losing endorsements and everything which else is because very, of it. It's kind of confusing that you would lose endorsements on freedom of speech or, or your your right to protest. You know, and it's a peaceful protest at that. Then nobody's getting hurt. Right. There's nothing serious like as far as injuries or or riots that's coming afterwards. So for for people to lose endorsements, Colin Kaepernick not, not able to get a job over. Not even a backup. He's better than just about every backup in the NFL. Easy, easy. And and that's what and that's what the ultimate message was that Dave Zirin had to say is we don't just want this to be a one time thing with Kaepernick, and we don't want people to think that this is going to be okay across all landscapes of whether it be sports, work. I mean, sports is work. I mean, right, he, yeah, he's, yeah. he's dedicated his entire life to playing football, obviously, and he's made a living off of playing football. But still, just across all landscapes that is bigger than the NFL, we can't look at it as just a sports thing because we often tend to do that because we love sports. Our hearts are so invested in sports. People love sports so much that they tend to forget about the reality and what can be and what could be a commonality not only in the sports world, but into your regular day-to-day life. Right, right. So I think that was uh, real interesting that he kind of had that take. And I know when it comes up, obviously, um, I know Spike Lee is endorsing. Uh, I know he wasn't the one that came up with the idea. But, he, but he's but, endorsing. But he's endorsing and he's fully supporting um, the protests and the rally that they're having at the NFL headquarters. And he'll be there. And rightfully so, I, I wish I can go. Yeah, I would love to go. I wish I can go. But like I said, it's just an interesting take. People tend to try to downplay it that, oh, Colin, he just can't play. He's not going to make a team better and win. And then some people try to downplay it like, oh, it's just sports. But it's really not just sports. This guy is employed. This was his job. And he is losing his um, employment. Or he's not being reemployed, I guess, right. for lack of a better term. Because of the state, ultimately, is because of what he did by kneeling down and protesting. I mean, it's obviously this is the reason why he's not getting hired because you got guys like Jay Cutler who's being signed for a starting quarterback. Like, come on now. <laughs> right. Jay Cutler. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, 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 it's almost starting to be obvious. You know, it's even people that was even against Kaepernick that's starting to switch sides and be like, okay, now they're trying to blackball this yeah, guy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It was somebody came out, I think it was um 
It was uh, Doug Baldwin of the Seattle Seahawks. He was one of those guys who initially wasn't with uh, Kaepernick. And I'm going to quote what he said to ESPN. He said, my original position was I thought that the situation last year with him taking a knee didn't have anything to do with his being unsigned. After viewing what's going on, I've got to take that back. I definitely think that the league, the owners, are trying to send a message of staying between the lines. And that's interesting because when you're starting to get the support of your peers and colleagues that maybe once didn't support you, and even in that case, Baldwin plays for the Seahawks. Ka- Kaepernick has been playing for the Niners. That's two rival teams. Right. You, you, In some cases, and this is one of those cases where I think sports – have trumped the reality and what real life is and what we should really be focused on, which I think, like I said, is the ultimate message of this article. These two have been rivals, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to go out and say I believe that part of the reason that he didn't support Colin Kaepernick is because they played on two rival teams. They never liked each other. He he didn't care for what he had to say. He didn't care for what he had to say. He didn't care for his protest. The Seahawks and the 49ers have been big-time rivals in this last five years to a decade. Yeah, like and to see him not sign and he's a rival, first thing you're going to say is oh, he wasn't good. That's yeah, why. exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you don't care. Your competitive edge and your competitive nature is going to come out first rather than the reality of like, right? Oh man, this dude really ain't getting signed. Like he like, really not getting signed. Like, like, like okay, like <laughs> I played him. He's better than these exactly, quarterbacks. Exactly, exactly. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. And that, I, like I said, I think this article is making. It's like, all right, now it's it's getting past just him not being signed. And, now it's a real problem at hand. And you know, another bigger message is that that a lot of people think that just because somebody pays you a good amount of money or pays you in general doesn't mean they have the rights over you doesn't right. mean they control your entire life. That's, slave, mean, that's a slave mentality. Exactly. I mean, because you know, you even got these. I stop and go lower, as into like a retail job. You got these managers that think they can just talk to you any type of way. Right. But just because they pay you doesn't mean they give the right to talk to you anyway or do anything or keep you control. That's, it, that's not their job. Their job is to pay you, and then the reason why they're paying you is because you're doing some work. Right. And you're performing it the way it's supposed to be performed. That's your only tie together. Right. As far as controlling what you do, no, they don't control that. If you decide to take a knee and it's not. And my thing is him taking a knee didn't affect his job. People act like he had such a bad year last year. He threw 16. He didn't play the full season. He threw 16 touchdowns and had four interceptions. Right. That's a four to one touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah, he didn't play bad. He was on he a just terrible on a, team. Exactly, he was on the worst team in the league. They're terrible. What about the, the Blaine Gabbert? Was it? Right, <laughs> that part. But but yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like I said, I just think that you know people need to really realize and kind of not look at it from a sports angle because it's easy for me to look at it from a sports angle being a former athlete and a current sports radio host. And obviously most other people, we know who Colin Kaepernick is because of sports. But I think that, you know, just don't look at it from a sports angle, put yourself in his shoes or even put him in your shoes and whatever it is that your work is and what you do in your day-to-day life. And if you took a stance for something that's absolutely right at your own job, whether it be in retail, whether it be, at the hospital, anywhere, you anywhere. know what I mean? If you're standing for something that's right, put your, put him in your shoes 
Don't even put yourself in his shoes because he's an athlete still at the end of the day, and you might mix up the two. But put him in your shoes. If you were in a situation at your own workplace and you stood for something that was right and you didn't do anything wrong or illegal or anything to negatively affect anybody else, think about how you might feel in that situation. Right. But next, let's talk about um, Zebo. Zebo. Zebo slanging that rope. Zebo is out here slanging, and I I don't think like here's my thing about this whole situation. Now I do I think that he might, obviously he got caught. He got caught because he got a court date. But I don't think. Not only do I think it was in, obviously it's, it's never intentional to get caught with drugs. I would think it's never right. intentional <laughs> to get caught. I don't know who you are. Especially but. not an NBA player. I don't, right. I don't I, think so. I would think it's never intentional to get caught with drugs, but I, it's so early on in the case, I don't know like the full details of it, but I think it was just something as simple as him being around the wrong crowd. Right, right, right. He's with the wrong people and got wrong place, wrong time. And I wouldn't even go, and I wouldn't even be so far-fetched to say that his money might even be behind that package that they had. Right, right. But I don't think it was him. Like, yeah, I don't think I he don't out see. here slanging, and I don't think he's looking for an income out of drugs. He just probably hang out with some people that's, you know, he's street connected, yeah. street affiliated, and that's probably the only way they know how to make money. And sometimes as an athlete and, and when you grew up in maybe a specific kind of environment, you can relate and be like, you know what, I'm taking a risk on you now. You know, in some cases, you could try to help your folks out right, and try right. to show them the other side of the game. But sometimes you got to understand there's people out there that, that just don't get it. They right, know what right. they know. They know what and they that know. Don't That's mean, it. And that doesn't mean that you don't or can't try to help them. You got to be cautious because you might get yourself in trouble and, like Zebo did here. Apparently. Right. And I'm theoretically speaking because I don't know all the details to this case. And, this and situation. I'm sure I'm sure the media blew it out of proportion. You know, I'm oh, sure yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that they, they, they twisted it up a little bit just to get some ratings. But I mean, as far as that. You know, you do have to help your your people out, and and sometimes maybe helping them out in that way might be the best way to get him out of that life. Yeah, you know but what just I mean don't by, get yourself yeah, in it. Yeah, that, just don't the, get the in problem it, yeah. is he should have never been. Like I said, unless he was completely oblivious to the fact that they had a pack on him, he should have. All right, I'm gonna do this for you. And I think it was in California too, by the way. Okay, I want to say it was in California, if I'm not mistaken. But it's like. Even if it's me, like if I know I got somebody, hey, you know what? I'm going to keep myself separated from that. Yeah, I'm not going to be with you. I'm not going to be with you. It's not going to be like that. Yeah. So I think that he just was in a case where he got caught at the Honestly, wrong place Pounce, at the wrong some time. Some of these athletes, they confuse me, bro. I, I'm not in their life, so I don't know what's going on, what they got themselves into. But some of these athletes that be doing things against the law, it's just... Here's here's the thing. Here's my thing with that. And 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 let's look at it from a basketball perspective or an, or a football perspective, which is two predominantly black sports. They don't really confuse me. I think a lot of it more so is just ignorance. I mean, if you look economically, black people are on a lower pedestal than maybe well, definitely white people, but black people we've you know, we're on a lower pedestal economically, pedestal right. economically. And some of these guys get money and where you would think they would know better than to 
get caught up like you don't have to do this anymore. Right. Yeah. It's not that. And this is I think this is across all landscapes, not even just economics. I think this is like when it comes to the black culture in general, like when they get caught up in stuff, it's because like, man, you can't take back what a man to learn 18 to 20 years out of his life right. with some money. He only know what he know. He know what he know. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, this is just generally speaking, not even just about Zebo, but like a lot of these dudes are from the inner city. A lot of these dudes did grow up a certain type of way. And when you're brought up, I mean, your childhood is where you're trained. Right. So when you reach a specific age or a certain type of age, and you may be able to be one of those few people that mm-hmm. can crack that code and get some big time money and get the millions that these cats is getting. That doesn't mean the millions while money changes people. Yeah. It doesn't always change what it is that a person knows. It may change right. how they act. It may change how they move. But at the root of that person, they still know what it is that they know. I- I'm going to quote Birdman right here. You could take a person out the ghetto. Right. But you can't take the ghetto out of me. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. That's you it. know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just that right there. So a lot of people look, oh, that's stupid. Or like, it's easy to say that it's that's easy, stupid. Yeah. That, and that's why I said I can't put myself in their shoes because I don't know what they grown up and did in their life before. And you don't know how you will react if you got the amount of money that they got it's, because you just true. don't got it yet. I don't got it. So it's like. Now, I like how you said yet. Yeah. I yeah, like that. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. I like you that. Know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> speaking into existence, man. But uh-huh. but even even outside of that, like, we don't have the money that they have yet, so we may not be able to relate on how it is that we might react. You know what I mean? Right, when we yeah. do get a fair share of money. So I think it's a little bit different when it comes to these athletes, man. It's like, yeah, you could have made smarter decisions, but also a lot of these guys come up from different backgrounds and they're learning with it's not like they came up in families that already had money that knew how to handle money and deal with them. they weren't raised and trained on how to deal with money they were just very talented ended up being blessed in the right situation i mean you got to think about it one less than it's harder to be, to go pro than it is to hit the lottery so you're talking about guys who grew up probably amongst a whole bunch of people that knows they're probably the only person that they know that grew up in their neighborhood that was really like tight tight you know what i mean obviously you meet people through the industry through playing sports Uh, if you're an elite level player in youth sports aau okay i remember you we used to play against each other back in the day Mm -hmm. but when it comes to your household and your family and the streets you really grew up in it's a rarity to see a whole bunch of people just go pro like that because right. it's a rarity to see anybody go pro like that. So I think, like I said, it, it it can be confusing, but I think it's also a lot deeper than just a person getting money. Like you said, when you quoted Birdman, you could take a man out the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of him. And I'm not sitting here just saying all athletes are ghetto, all black athletes are ghetto. I'm not saying that. So please don't say that I'm saying that. Right. But the reality of it is when it comes to the black culture, there are some things that African-Americans weren't exposed to at as high of a rate as maybe some other races. So uh, that's what we got for you all today. Thanks for tuning in to the Wake Up and Win podcast. And, you know, uh, I'll only leave you with what I know to leave you with, and that is to stay woke and go win.